This happened last year when I, a 24-year-old female, was visiting my mom. My neighborhood is known for being really safe, or at least, that's what my family thought. We've got a few problems with neighbors on both sides of our house. We live in a small town that's actually been growing due to the university that was built here. Because she teaches there, my mom lives across the street from the university. Our house has two floors and my room is on the second floor. The window is right in front of our house so you can actually see the street from it. Every night around midnight when I was going to sleep, I would always hear my dogs barking and growling. Whenever I went to see the window to see why they're barking, I could never see a thing. There's a lot of trees and bushes in front of my house, so maybe what was making them bark was hiding there. I don't know. This had went on for at least a week, and it was always at midnight. During this night, I was actually having a lot of trouble sleeping, so I was video chatting with my boyfriend. Right at midnight once again, my dogs had started barking like crazy. I was sitting right in front of my window, and I couldn't really see anything unusual but I did feel a really weird vibe. It was like I was about to discover what was hiding in my front yard and scaring my dogs. I turn off all the lights and stay still. I was watching the streets in a certain place that whoever was outside wouldn't be able to see me. My boyfriend was still video chatting with me, saying that maybe it was a fox or maybe a raccoon, because there actually is a lot of wildlife around where my mom lives, but I just knew it wasn't an animal. My boyfriend eventually went to sleep, but I kept looking at the window. It was about 1.30 when I then see something moving out of the bushes. It was a man wearing all black, crouched right behind the bushes. My body had froze, but I didn't want to call my mom to see it. I've already told her about the dogs going crazy in our front yard at the same time every night. But just like my boyfriend, she always thought it was an animal. So I was just there looking at him, but he couldn't see me. The man had started moving, but he was still bent over so that no one could see him. But since I was on the second floor, I could see him just fine. He crawled with his back right next to our fence until he reached the neighbor's gate. Right inside that gate, there was a car parked. What happened next was really fast, but he then lit up a Molotov cocktail and then tossed it right in the car. The car went up in flames like crazy, and I had finally called my mom to see what was happening. The man had ran away like a feral cat so fast down the street. My mom was calling the police as well as the firemen, but by the time they got here, the man was long gone. During the next day, my mom had got a call from the police officer that had actually came the night before. As it turns out, they apparently arrested the man that did it. He was apparently trying to convince his ex-wife to get back together with him. He told her he would do something really bad if she didn't get back with him, and I guess he did it. After that happened, she had then moved out in about a week. We never really talked to her, so I don't really know any more details. I really wish I could have done something before he set her car on fire, but I'm just really glad he got arrested. This happened to me about six years ago. I'm now 26 and I'm also married with two awesome kids. For some context, I'm a guy. This is what happened to me. 
I tried so many times to leave my ex-girlfriend who we'll call Sarah. Whenever I would tell her that I wanted to see other people or that I should move out so that we have room to breathe, she would always go crazy and threaten to kill or cut herself or even drive her car off of a bridge. Mind you, where I live, there really isn't any bridges. Anyways, one day I run into my ex-girlfriend who we'll call Rachel at the mall. We ended on good terms, so we had actually talked like nothing happened. I had told Rachel about my situation with Sarah and how I really wasn't happy with her and that I was really scared that she was going to do something to harm herself. Rachel told me if I was really worried that much that I should let one of her family members know. So one day during work, I caught her on my lunch and told her we should have dinner and talk. I also ran to our place and got all of my things and my dogs and moved everything back into my parents' house. I know, I know, that's really messed up. But you have to understand that she was crazy, like really crazy. When we went to dinner, I told her in public that we should break up because I just wasn't happy anymore. And to be honest, I really hadn't been for a while. I mean, we had been together for about three years and I just wasn't happy. I had actually told her a few months after we started dating that I thought we were better off as friends. Anyways, so we break up and I go back to my parents' house, which they really weren't happy about because they knew how she was and they were really scared that she was going to do something to the house, or maybe even worse. They wanted me to go to a family member's house instead, but I mean really, who would actually take two big dogs and me on top of this giant load of drama? Later that night, when me and my dad are talking in the living room, all of a sudden we hear the sound of my truck alarm then go off and the sound of glass break. My heart sank. I just knew it was Sarah. I go outside calmly trying to talk to her like an adult and she just starts hitting me and spitting in my face, telling me I'm a piece of crap and all these other crazy things. I kid you not, I didn't touch her not one time and I never raised my voice. I tried to get her to relax and at the same time telling my dad everything was okay. I can handle this, just go back inside. Finally, after about a half hour of just getting hit and yelled at, she eventually leaves, peeling out of my parents' neighborhood. Let's fast forward a few days later. I end up getting a visit from the cops asking where I was the night of this night and blah blah blah. You know how it goes. I tell them, but they don't believe me. They say that they want to take me downtown for some questions. Being the decent person that I am, I decide to go willingly. And, well, what do you know? It turns out that she had filed a report on me saying that I beat her and also held her at gunpoint to get all of her money from her safe and that I also wanted the PIN numbers to her card. For a while, I didn't even say anything because I was just so shocked at this point. I then tell the cops, Look at me. I'm the one that has cuts and bruises here. She did that. I didn't do anything to her. Their response? Sir, she's a lady. We have to hear her side on this, and we're going to need to take some DNA samples from you. Well, I give them what they need, and long story short, I'm thrown in jail waiting for a hearing. About two weeks go by, and the results came back. And you guessed it, totally negative. Also, I forgot to mention this, but me and Rachel ended up getting back together, but the harassment never stopped. 
Sarah made it impossible for me to move on with my life. For almost a year, I would get constant visits from cops asking why I was stalking her. Sarah even hired a private investigator to follow me and Rachel around. Every time I got a visit from a cop, I always had something backing me up on where I was whenever Sarah claimed I was stalking her. She had four restraining orders filed against me when I never even had anything to do with her. Finally, the judge was sick of it. I guess he had finally seen just how crazy she was because he didn't issue any more restraining orders after that. Me and Rachel almost didn't make it through this. Sarah made my life hell, but I'm really glad I ended things with her. So Sarah, wherever you are, I really hope you find the help you need. And I pray and hope no other man ever has to go through this. I was dating this guy when I was in my 20s for about a year. When we first started dating, it was really fun. We had partied a bit too hard at times, but he was cool. I had gotten away from a really horrible relationship about six months prior to meeting him. His name was Eugene, and everyone called him Gene. His past relationship had involved his ex-girlfriend passing away. We eventually ended up getting an apartment together and moving in with each other very early in the relationship. I'll admit, things were moving along pretty quickly. He wanted to hang pictures of his dead ex-girlfriend Jennifer in our apartment to remember her by, which I really had no problem with. Jennifer had a cousin that would come visit Jean as well on occasion, and as time progressed, she had started coming over more and more. I didn't really care for her because she was really nasty and it seemed like she was always trying to get Jean alone with her. I thought it was really weird and it was a huge red flag because this was supposed to be the dead girl's cousin, so why would she want to have a sexual relationship with her dead cousin's ex-boyfriend? One day when we were all hanging out at the apartment, his phone started buzzing and he was getting a text message. The cousin that was sitting about two feet away from us had actually went to our bathroom and then took a picture of her private and sent it to Jean while I was sitting right beside him. I don't know what his dead ex and her cousin and him were into, but that definitely wasn't what I was into, so I then kicked him and her both to the curb. He had to move in with her grandmother because she didn't even have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, so right into grandma's house they both moved in. On most days, Jean had tried coming to my work and following me around, trying to get back together with me. Eventually I had him blocked on everything and the calls and harassment finally stopped and I just stopped seeing him. So I was watching the local news about two months later and he and the girl cousin had broken into some old couple's home, tied them to chairs with duct tape, stole items from their home, took their ATM card, then drove the older couple at gunpoint right to the bank to withdraw money from their account. They were both apprehended and spent some time in jail, but obviously not long enough. I was working as a manager at a barbecue place near my new home, and lo and behold, who comes through the drive-thru? When I first heard the voice, I didn't really recognize him, but when I then saw him at the drive-thru window, my heart stopped. Then the calls to my job started up. I decided to say screw it and just start my own business, and let's just really hope he's moved on as well. I really have no intentions of ever talking to that scumbag ever again, and I'm also happy to say that I totally changed my preferences on dating. 
That's how I met my husband, and we've been happily married for 12 years now. I now avoid all people named Jean. So to preface the story, I was young, maybe about 18 to 19 years old, and I had no idea what we were getting into. So my father owns three businesses, and he was actively dating his business partner as well as providing for her. She also made advances on me, which kind of creeped me out. She would buy us all food, and at first I was really grateful, but then I started becoming nervous as she wanted to be alone with me like a lot. My father ended up getting married, but he didn't tell her, and she got really upset at him and told me not to tell her. She came to my job and then demanded to see my father, which I told her he wasn't there. She then screamed at me, and then she told me that we would regret this. Due to the disturbing nature of this, I called the cops, but all they really did was take my name. They didn't actually look into it. So fast forward a bit. I come home at around midnight, and I had just gotten back from my second job. I was absolutely dead tired from school and work, and I eventually crashed on my bed. It had to be at least 3 in the morning when I heard my door open. At first, I didn't move because I thought it was just my cat Misty pawing at the door as she liked to sleep in bed with me. When I groaned out her name and she didn't answer, it struck me as strange, but I really wasn't that worried. That is, until I then felt a presence standing over me. I quickly woke up and discovered my father's crazy ex in her house standing above me crazy-eyed. She was screaming like crazy, saying she was going to get revenge on my father. I quickly rolled out of bed, ran right past her, and then called the authorities. She openly tried to fight my father's wife and even tried to stab my dad. The police eventually arrived and then arrested her right on the spot. That was the scariest crap that I've ever been through, and I'm really glad that I won't see her again. I now sleep with a knife and a taser next to my bed. Please be careful. You really never know who will pay you a late night visit. I'm a female. So I was in a pretty terrifying relationship when I was really young. I had gotten married when I was 17 years old to my boyfriend of three years. I'm just going to call him Dave, but Dave was a freaking psycho. He was really obsessed with blood, occult things, and Charles Manson. He would always say things like, If you ever leave me, they better watch out for missing redheads on the news because I'm going to Ted Bundy your ass. When I finally did leave him though, it was really scary. He tried to kill himself. He slid open his arm and then wrote my name in his blood on our sheets and on my wall. I still had to stay there for a couple of days to pack my things, but I was so terrified that he was going to kill me or himself. He kept saying things like, If I can't have you, no one can. And, in another world, we can try again. I mean, what the hell? I would also wake up to him standing over my bed while I was sleeping. One night I woke up to the sound of him saying, If I can't have her, no one can. I froze. I was really scared. I had peeked open my eyes, but not enough to where he would know I was awake. He was standing over me with a large knife from our kitchen, and he was tracing the tip of the knife up and down his arm and whispering things to himself. 
I then turned toward him and opened my eyes. We then made eye contact and he stopped whispering. He started to walk toward me and I just said, please don't do this, and he stopped. He stared at me for a while, then walked to the stairs slash door of my room. He then turned around at the door and just started staring at me for a while, with the knife still in his hands. I really didn't know if I was going to die or not. After a few minutes, he just walked down the stairs and went to sleep. Yeah, I'm really glad I got away from that one. So, I was staying in my aunt's apartment one day because my mom had to go to a doctor's appointment and also had some errands and she didn't want to leave us home alone. My brother and I are around 6 and 8 years old. So, we were there for a few hours when we had heard a very powerful knock. So, my aunt goes to check out who it is. Now, the door was unlocked, so before she even gets there, her old ex walks in forcefully, rushes straight to her, then pins her to the floor and starts beating her. We just stood there in shock, not knowing what to do, watching as she screamed for help, and he was attacking her. Luckily, in one of the neighboring apartments, three younger guys in their 20s had heard her, rushed right over, and then beat the living crap out of him. He was extremely bruised up and bleeding and knocked out cold, and he actually had to be taken away in a stretcher. Shortly afterwards, they locked him up. I don't know what we would have done if those guys didn't show up when they did. Thank God for that. When I was about 8 years old, my sister who was 18 at the time had brought home her new boyfriend. He was around 30 years old which kind of concerned my mom but it really wasn't that abnormal for my sister to do this. At this point in her life she was really falling rapidly in a deep depression. Drugs and one night stands were really common for her at this time so having an actual boyfriend seemed a lot better than my mom not knowing where she was every night. The boyfriend was very nice to us, and especially to me. He and my sister had took me to a lot of different places. He bought quite expensive gifts for me, and my 8-year-old self really liked this. This'll be relevant later. I even went to his house one time for a sleepover, but of course my sister was there with me. I should also tell you that I really never got any kind of creepy vibes from him. He never said anything weird or creepy as far as I can remember. Let's fast forward to the day they broke up. It's quite a blur so I don't really remember all of it, but I do remember him showing up at our house and my sister refusing to let him in. My mom wasn't home at the time but it was still pretty light out and luckily we were really close with our neighbors. My other sister, who was around 13 or 14, kind of locked herself in her room, but every now and then she would walk up to our older sister and ask if he left. Now, I was a very curious kid, and I had no clue what was going on. I saw my older sister very distraught and really snappy towards me. Pretty understandable since I was constantly following her and asking her questions. I remember looking out my mom's window while my sister tried to push my head out of sight. Her boyfriend had yelled at her that he'd come all this way and something about the police, though I can't really remember what. He then left shortly after. Years later, the thought of this came back into my mind and I finally asked my mom about it. What she told me left me totally shocked. Apparently, my sister had found child pornography on his phone. It still gives me the shivers thinking about how nice he was to me 
and why my sister tried to keep me out of view that night. I know this isn't as scary as most of the stories you hear, but I still thought I'd share it.